0: Just a bit. It feels like...
1: Feels like the first time. (laughs) Why, hello. Hello. Welcome back. It has felt like I've been gone a month, I'll be honest. Right. It's been a long time. I've missed recording this podcast. Yes, yes, I have too. I have also missed american food such as bacon mm. uh, no bacon over there no right. bacon. makes sense you know, whole kosher thing no sausage either because you know same animal
0: it's also the pig right no honey baked <laughs> right. ham let's do pig <laughs> products
1: no chicken sausage either you know you would think you know maybe you get some alternatives but no
0: oh you know it's in chicken sausage all the animals no the no, whole no barn gets ground into that
1: no, you get a good Publix organic chicken sausage. That's quality meat right there. What is it? Just
0: sage, a little fontina. Uh, they actually have many flavors,
1: Nate. I don't know if you've oh, seen okay. them. Have, they have uh They have roasted uh, red pepper and feta. Mm. They have gouda and uh, something else. Lots of different strange combinations, honestly, but they're all good. And uh, I enjoy them. Well, wonderful.
0: Well, uh yeah. You should probably tell our listeners where you were that you were in a
1: place where bacon was out. <laughs> I was in the country of Israel for two weeks. I was over there with a group of 75 people and uh, then actually had an extra day because our plane was delayed 23 hours on the way back. But the good
0: news is you are here with us today that's right so the Lived plane to tell the was terrors. not the end of you
1: on the flight over you know it's about a 10 hour flight i took some melatonin mm. um, not for nerves but just to try and sleep and i did sleep i think sure. around five hours so that nature's was
0: cold glass of milk
1: melatonin <laughs> I think it's warm glass of milk, right? Oh, Isn't is that, that what it's supposed to, to be? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you know, I don't think yeah, it's yeah, supposed yeah. to do a cold. glass <laughs> of milk, <it's laughs> yeah, like it'll wake you up in the morning. I, I think you dump a cold uh, container of Gatorade on your head. I think that's how you get yourself <laughs> to, to, to sleep. Celebrate the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then on the way back, I didn't really sleep much. It's a longer flight on the way back, 11 hours, but I did watch several movies. I <laughs> I started watching The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug, the second in the trilogy, Smog. And immediately <laughs> which smog is great. You know, you got Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. botch there. <laughs> but uh Cumberbot. He's not just a robot. <laughs> I was really just trying to find the longest movies available. And um You want quality over quantity? <laughs> I wanted quantity over quality. Oh okay. Uh so I slept for the first two hours of that movie. That was good. But then I saw Baby Driver mm-hmm. and uh Kingsman two, the Golden Circle. Mm-hmm. And where a person
0: gets thrown into a meat grinder.
1: That was a little disturbing. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> yep. But I like all the British accents and espionage type stuff. So yep. <laughs> there's that. And I also, oh, what did I watch? I started watching The Last Jedi again and decided I didn't really want to do that. You, <laughs> so you did. didn't want to just fast forward to that
0: throne room lightsaber fight because I feel like that would have been, I would have...
1: Honestly the head I to did that. honestly, I did exactly that yes. <laughs> I actually did I did fast forward to that scene. We are kindred spirits, Stephen yes, yes, sir, and that so I watched that, but then i didn 't have it in me to go to the end and watch the whole salty red earth planet scene, so I just watched the lightsaber scene and and stopped it, got you know. it, got it, got it, and then the, I feel like I watched the third movie that I told you about. And I forgot. Well, Here's the thing. On a plane, the time, it's strange. It goes by slow, but at the same time, you forget what you did two hours earlier. So I don't know. Oh, you said you saw a bit
0: of uh, Blade Runner 2042.
1: (laughs) Listen. Even though it's 2049. So I did not. What a goof. So here's what I I did. I went to the action movie genre Mm -hmm. of the plane entertainment system. And I was I, I have learned that action movies help me pass the time faster than watching a rom com or some. Drama. Right, I
0: like the combination of melatonin and action movies too, <laughs> as like a, a balancing agent.
1: No, no, no. Okay, I took the melatonin watching the Hobbit, which oh, okay. actually was a great combination. Okay, because I slept the first two hours, but sure. Yeah, so Blade Runner twenty forty seven. I have not seen the original. So I had didn't, I did not have context there, and uh, it's you know it's a very small screen on those airplanes, mm-hmm. and the movie starts with very very small type ex- explaining what's supposed to be happening. <laughs> and you were out. You're like, I don't I don't even understand what year this is. I was trying. I was squinting, and some of the words were in red against a black background. It's very hard to read. You said I'm waiting uh, until
0: I get home and uh, have it on my big screen.
1: I may. I don't know. I saw something about replicants. And uh, something about Blade Runners. What uh, is
0: okay from someone who, I have I have never seen a Blade Runner movie either, so this will be fun for our listeners. <laughs> um, yes. What is a Blade Runner?
1: Any guesses? As far as I could tell, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> uh, that was the actor. Got it. Right? Yes, yes. 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 Yes.
0: Yes. Harrison Ford is also. He Harrison Ford was in the original.
1: That's right. So I, I believe. They are the blade runners and their job is to Smuggle eliminate butter knives. No. no <laughs> I think I think they're supposed to eliminate old robots mm. like Will Smith in that iRobot movie, you mm, know? Okay. I think that wasn't his job, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I didn't finish it. I got maybe halfway through and it was moving too slow. I, yeah. That's a long, it's another long movie. It was like 2 hours 42 minutes. Okay. But, but I enjoyed baby driver I enjoyed that movie yeah I have
0: some thoughts on that maybe we'll save that for a uh, another yes, time yes. maybe another list
1: so we don't get yes. into it too much here yes we yes we should it crosses that action movie heist you know genre mm-hmm. which I, which I am fond of but and, and you got you got uh, Kevin Spacey and yeah.
0: Jamie how uh, said Jamie Lee Curtis uh,
1: Jamie Fox. <laughs> <laughs> they're two, different they're two different. very very different people yes and uh you got uh what is it uh john ham well,
0: let's name all the actors and then
1: Ansel. <laughs> ansel. Who's the, who's the main guy who's um, the main guy ansel is that on that's an,
0: ansel hold on he's is that really the the divergent movies yeah he's he's all the divergent movies yeah he's the brother wait. he's the brother that becomes really? an erudite uh, that oh, that series good really petered out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should bring. I'm gonna add those to the list. I'm not sure if they ever finished it. I think. I think, they, I I think the last, last one.
0: Out. I think they pulled the like parachute. I think the last one was supposed to be a part two, <laughs> and part two never happened.
1: Right. It didn't. Ha- yeah. You're right. I saw the first three though. Okay. You I'm about it. to
0: take. Um, because it's been a while, and I've been without you for so long.
1: <laughs> you got a lot of rabbit rabbit trails to get out of your system. I got.
0: I got one rabbit trail. T- well, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have two. I have two. The first please. one, uh, you can definitely cut this out, but I mostly have just curiosity. Yes. Um, I went down a rabbit hole while you were gone on <laughs> 80s and 90s animated movies that weren't Disney. And I, ju- I want to oh. just go through a list here real quick, and I want you to say yes or no whether you've seen them or not.
1: I like where this is going. Okay. okay. if you yes,
0: have, man. And if you have a, a little blurb to say about it, uh you can as well. But I'm just going to cruise Wait, through sh- this. You ready?
1: Should I, ra- should I raise my hand as you go through the list?
0: Uh, yeah that that makes for good podcasting. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yes, Anastasia. <sighs> That's with the cats, right?
1: No, that is aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. Hold on a second uh just closed IMDb after looking at the Anastasia has like the action. cartoon
0: bat and it has it's her trying to like remember uh, uh, once upon a decent. apparently there's a
1: apparently there's a 2018 version coming out right probably live action i'm guessing this is yes, cartoon it is. <laughs> Th- okay now, i believe i've so seen it but okay. i don't remember anything about we're gonna it need obviously we're going to move faster
0: otherwise this will be a <laughs> okay, 2 okay. hour long podcast
1: all right how about, i'll just stop you when i remember one that i enjoyed how about that? fern gully <laughs> oh uh, yes absolutely American Tail, no.
0: With the with the mouse, no.
1: Oh wait, uh, Feifel? Uh, yeah, it, the sequel is Feifel Goes West. Okay, yes, yeah, so that's what the uh, the Big Bird, right? What? <laughs> you mean Rescuers Down Under? Oh, goodness, the Big Bird. <laughs> Sorry, the Albatross. Uh, I think no, I'm thinking of Rescuers Down. That's Under. Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, yep. so no, I have not seen American Tail. I've seen okay. Rescuers Down. Under. Okay.
0: Uh, maybe we're not able to do this in a short,
1: maybe this is why we have a
0: podcast, because <laughs> no, we can't going. have short conversations. All keep Dogs going. Go to Heaven.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Page Master. Nope. Secret of Nim.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: Brave Little Toaster. Yes. Scary? Scary much?
1: Uh, but. Let me just make two quick comments. Both <laughs> Brave Little Toaster and Ferngully had scenes that terrified me as a child. Excess The uh, the, the black ooze seeping mm-hmm. out of the tree for Ferngully. Voiced by but, Tim Curry. Ah, uh, but I do remember enjoying both of those movies very much. And I rewatched Brave Little Toaster with my children recently and I find it still holds up. I enjoy uh, it.
0: Like holds up in its terrifying like clown uh, metal chomping. <laughs>
1: Psychopathic uh, qualities? It's, it's psychopathic. It's a little. It's uh, it's tense at times. Yes, yes. But uh, but it's a good movie. I think you it's, sound uh, like you
0: like you made Brave Little Toaster. Like you were a producer. Like eh, no, it's delightfully tense. If you
1: dig into that IMDb enough, uh, you might see a uh, credit. But anyway, keep going. <laughs>
0: okay, I got four more. Rock a doodle. No, with the 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 rooster. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Uh, Once upon a forest, deep pole here. <laughs>
1: Nope, nope, nothing. The there. pebble and the penguin. Nothing. No. The thief and the cobbler. <laughs> There's a lot of this and the that yes. <laughs> movies. Yes. It seems like. <laughs> yes.
0: But no, I haven't seen that either. Okay. Well, that's my whole. Oh, yeah. le- oh uh, Land Before Time,
1: the the original. Yes, I had seen the original.
0: Okay. Here's what yes, I learned. Yeah. Here's what I learned from a friend this week while you yeah. were gone. Land yes. Before Time. Do you remember the names of the dinosaurs? This is going to be test your brain a bit.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Okay, there was yeah. like Littlefoot, Spike. Mm, okay, yeah, um, Ducky, and then yes. the Triceratops uh, girl. Her name was Sarah, and I was I was like, wait, why did they name her Sarah? And another friend said to me, because she's a Triceratops. Ah, uh, Sarah's in the name, and my mind was blown,
1: <sighs> and my childhood was saved. Uh, <laughs> so in the IMDb. Sarah is spelled C E R A. Oh. Which that helps the pun right. a little more there. Right. They but uh, spell yes, it I d- out in the movie. Yeah. I do remember all those uh, And they names made twenty five of those. <laughs> With less and less uh success. Right. That's right. Right. Sort of yeah. like
0: Divergent. Alright, well that's all mm-hmm. I had for you there. And then I have one more rabbit trail. Again, Please. cut these out at your own leisure. No,
1: no, no. That was a good that was a good one. Um
0: the next one is um let's talk about tucked in sheets in a bed and your preference (laughs) very very different rapid trail i wasn't ready for this yep 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 are are tucked in sheets the straight jacket of the bed do you break free or do you prefer to be have your toes uh hugged by a, a tucked in sheet go
1: So the hotels that we stayed in, in Israel, they are very aggressive in their sheet tucking. Mm. And if you were to lay in bed and not pull the sheet from underneath the mattress at all, it would reach barely your navel. (laughs) (laughs) So I... And then it would tourniquet (laughs) below the knee, Right. Cutting off circulation. So I, I am in favor of pulling the entire sheet and blanket or whatever else is tucked in there out and uh, leaving it free to do as I wish. Do you and prefer also to have
0: one leg uh, completely free, like out and about, testing the
1: I mean, that's that's how you gauge. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's your temperature control. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you say it like
0: it's normal, but there are others that prefer to be trapped for a whole night.
1: Well, those people are monsters. Uh, okay, no. I'm
0: glad we don't disagree on this. Good because because
1: because it's especially it's very tight and like I almost feel like it pushes my feet to an angle that is not natural.
0: Well, okay. I have a wife who likes the the sheet tucked in. I like. I mean, mm. never tuck it in because I'm just going to pull it out and free myself <laughs> and yell freedom when I kick out the sheet.
1: <laughs> like Mel Gibson. That,
0: as a taller fellow, my feet tend to right. want to slip off the end anyway. But it Mm. is a point of contention because when I make the bed, I follow the golden rule and I don't tuck anything in because I treat her as I wish to be treated. (laughs) Now, and this is an episode (laughs) of marriage therapy with Nate Marinoska.
1: Now, I will say at home, we have a large enough sheet where it can be slightly tucked in and it still feel as though it is not. Okay. And so at home, I leave it tucked in a little bit, just for organization and cleanliness purposes. Easier to but make f- the bed, right? But it feels as though it is free. Does that make sense?
0: Okay, okay. A light, a light tuck, and it, a loose. And it's tuck. only,
1: and it's only tucked at the at the foot, not on the sides. Okay, you're not hospital cornering around. No, 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 no.
0: Why are? Why don't we just have individual sheets? Like, why doesn't we have like a a his and hers sheet. Why was that not a thing? Now,
1: I, don't, I don't want to get too personal. You know, I was just talking to somebody today saying that they would almost prefer Victorian age sleeping arrangement arrangements, which is husband and wife sleeping in different rooms. Oh, okay. No, no, a separate room. You got the husband chamber, you got the wife chamber. Yeah, you in your chamber. That's right. You kiss goodnight, you don't see each other till the morning. But uh, I don't want to get too personal here, but what what size mattress... Are you guys wait, wait, wait. occupying? Are
0: you are you thinking maybe this is too personal of a question? Like if I said like double something, you're like, ah, oh,
1: Well, try, I don't know what kind of rabbit trail you're going to pull from this. Listen, no, I no, have no, no. a
0: king bed because I am the sultan oh, okay. of my, <laughs> of my <laughs> yeah. I am the king of my castle. Uh, we hmm. invested in a king right off the bat. We got married, bam, right. king bed. Right. Now I can never go back because I have my own right. land to rule.
1: Yeah, you go to a hotel, you get a queen bed, you can't even sleep. Yeah, it's like right. what? What? Might as well just
0: yeah. get two doubles and Victorian, like right. mid Victorian era. Now
1: I feel so. What size I, bed I, do you have? If it's yeah. not too <laughs> personal, I too have a king size bed. Uh, we started with a queen and upgraded, so mm. we we've well, uh, been married we for a long time. I'm going true, to up- I'm going to
0: upgrade to a Montana king soon. So
1: <laughs> I thought it was a California king.
0: Uh, the Montana king's bigger than the California king.
1: Wait a minute. Are you telling me there's something bigger than a California king?
0: Yep. Take a look. It's like, it would be like my whole
1: bedroom. <laughs> is it? Because now the California is king listening, is- Now Google Montana king. Because the California king is just longer, right? It's the same width of yes. a king, but I longer. I believe so. So is the Montana king larger in every direction? I believe so, yes. I think you could fit like
0: five twin beds into it or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right now, do you have you have a sheet and a blanket? I yes, yeah, yes, yeah.
0: we have both of them, and uh, we have like eight pillows. I ended up using one that's the size of a washcloth. She uses <laughs> six of them.
1: I'm I'm a one Not pillow, to pillow get guy too. Too personal, but no, I don't. I don't understand how one can use so many pillows. I use one, one pillow. Right, What's I mean, it? I've gotten, I've come around on,
0: if I sleep on the side, like, I'm a little bit of a believer of putting that pillow between your knees to keep your knees yeah. from uh, knocking together. Yeah, it's comfortable. It's, it it's helps a, your hips. I feel, yes, yes, as pregnancy <laughs> uh, progresses. <laughs> For keeps you? everything in line. Yes. <laughs> and, well, I always feel like, I don't know, maybe has
1: media taught me that if you put a pillow between your legs, you're pregnant? I nope, think so. Not a thing? No, no, no. I, th- I think you're right. I think all the advertisements for the, the knee pillows are pregnancy related. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Uh, here we go. Montana King dimensions. <laughs> side 81 inches. Front to back 84 inches. That's incredible. So that's seven feet in every direction about. <laughs>
1: that's a seven that's foot amazing. square. That's amazing. And I like how they named it Montana. So is there a Texas King? Ooh. That, that'd be the only larger, or uh, better yet, Alaska King. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but, but sorry, I am i a little bit distracted because here's why:
0: <laughs> I was wrong. It's not the Montana King. I was wrong the whole time. I even had a website that corroborated my story. It's a Wyoming King.
1: Wyoming, the Wyoming King. King
0: is seven by seven. There is an Alaska King. The Alaska King <laughs> is nine feet by nine feet. <laughs> Oh my it, goodness! It
1: shows three pillows. Across, across. <laughs> That's probably the big pillows too. Oh my goodness! Like you could have your like, uh, your like grandpa stay
0: with you, Willy Wonka style. You could have the Willy Wonka family all sleep in that bed, <laughs> and not even <laughs> worry about it.
1: What? Well, you know, I will say I saw Willy Wonka recently with my kids, and thought that whole uh, housing arrangement was very strange. But okay, uh,
0: between Willy Wonka and Brave Little Toaster, uh, those have disturbing things
1: to last a lifetime. Well done. Yeah. Oh, there's right a here. picture. There's, <laughs> there's a picture of a lady on this Alaska King bed, and it looks comic like, just comically small. Like that, you could have 18 of these people on this bed. Right,
0: but I mean, I guess if you're, um,
1: I'm trying to think of a reason why you would need a an Alaska King. So an Eastern, so a king apparently, the canonical king size bed is called an Eastern King. Okay, I think I'm looking at the same graphic as you now, good. Yes, 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 yes. You got the, you got the twin, X long, mm-hmm. which is the typical college mattress. You got the mm-hmm. twin, full, queen, Eastern King, California King, Wyoming King, Alaska King. And a double is the same as a full, correct? I'm always I have a double that. bed. I think it is the same as a full. Or four, are they
0: just know? saying like I push two twins together. Don't sleep in the middle.
1: Well, now that I'm looking at the suggested images below that, there seems to be a small double and a double. Okay. Now that I I don't I don't find those canonical. I like this first this first chart. Wow, that Alaska king. <laughs> it's perfectly square. Yeah, like I feel big. I feel like the king size
0: bed is big. But like I'm looking at it next to the Alaska King, and it's like <laughs> I'm
1: sleeping in a little a little baby bed. That's right. You're basically sleeping in a canoe. Um, I will say the the frustrating part about a king is it's not perfectly square, and so sometimes it could take like five attempts to line up the sheet correctly. Right. <laughs> well, and an also Alaska having king? a having a pillow top, uh, we have created kind of a permanent
0: dent where my body is.
1: <laughs> right so like so it's all uneven you,
0: you can't flip it over because no pillow top on the other side uh but you can right. just turn it around so like you know so that my wife how is on the, in my divot <laughs> how often do you do that uh as much do it as i wash my sheets how often hey oh, personal really? hey personal question <laughs> how often yes. do you wash your bed sheets
1: <laughs> you're supposed to do it once a week once a week huh my, my I do it on the solstice. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, ver- the equinox. Yeah. The, uh, the zenith. Yeah, when, uh. when, when, we, when we jump forward and fall back. Right, right. No, no, no. We do it more often than that. At least every major holiday. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, this Alaska King is perfectly square. I, I like this idea that you can't put the sheet on wrong. It's the same right. every way. Well, you could also sleep any direction you
0: wanted to and have someone else sleep whatever direction they want to. (laughs) And you would never touch. You could sleep in like a T formation. Mm. You could could like make letters. You make an L.
1: This literally would not fit in my bedroom though, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think my bedroom is maybe like 12 by 12.
1: So like (laughs) there would be a, a foot and a half on each side. I think I would have to just have it on the floor too, like because if you add a anything around it, you know, right. you are at. I mean, 10, I, 10, 10 feet. Okay, but either, okay. Either way, yeah.
0: Next idea: the bedroom yes. has the Alaska King hanging from like kind of like pulling like chains that are no. Okay, chains sound you would need intense, but
1: adamantium level. Yeah, yeah, like vibranium beam. Yeah, um, to
0: hold that thing up. Yeah, and but it's like that. But that's like your normal room, and your normal room, everything's like no more than two feet high. And then you lower your bed down, and that is the floor, but it's covering up all your stuff.
1: <laughs> have you ever thought about mounting a TV to the ceiling so you can watch TV while laying flat? Not only have I thought about mounting a,
0: a TV, I have looked into getting <laughs> a Pico projector, put it on my nightstand. <laughs> connect it to a laptop or computer and project up on my ceiling. Therefore, you're not worried about something falling on you if you installed it poorly. That might have just changed my life. So wait, have, do you have one? No, um, never oh, got yeah. one. I actually, I have a couple of projectors for work that I could try. But I think laying in bed and looking up at the ceiling um, and watching a movie
1: is probably the dream. I would think so. Wow, so I think this is a new record. We've spent uh, t- 27 minutes. <laughs> we did watch a movie 25. for this podcast. We watched the 19... Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: 1984.
1: No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me start over. Okay. Hey, Steven, Every what movie did we watch? We watched the 2003 movie, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So I <laughs> had remembered this movie very fondly, mm. <laughs> and, and I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you you got you got all the names. You but got you are Sean older Connery. and wiser now. I am, yeah, and uh, yeah, all the names. Yeah, go on, Sean <laughs> <Yeah>. Connery. <laughs> you got Sean Connery. You got that other guy, uh, yeah. Richard Roxburgh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mission Impossible Two. That's right, exactly. I break his uh, jaw. Stamper. Mm-hmm. Stamper. Um, and then you got a... <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to read these yeah, w- uh, I will Time to re-
0: uh, re- remember. The one that Shane West is in with Mandy Moore.
1: Walk to Remember. Oh, Walk to Remember, right. Not uh, to be confused with The Notebook. Right. Um, so, what, right as I was about to watch this movie, you know, the iTunes has, like, the Rotten Tomatoes score, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I felt like it was a little bit of a low blow. I think it has, like, 14% mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I think I think it deserves a little bit more than
0: that. Yeah, something in the 30s, at least.
1: Mm. We'll talk but later. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I mean, uh, you know, the premise of this movie, it's a uh, a cast of... What what kind of stories would you even call this? You got like Jekyll and Hyde? I believe they are from Victorian literature. Okay. Because you got uh,
0: Vampire Lady. uh, You pulled that from Dracula. uh, Mary Shelley was Frankenstein. Who
1: wrote about Dracula? I I thought it was a movie first. Oh, no, I guess I had to. Bram Stoker. Nineteen twenty. No, any name you say right now, I will have no idea. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> but you got, yeah, I knew. I know Dorian Gray. I know that was an uh, mm-hmm. old story but whatever. I knew you Captain got Nemo. Which Captain Nemo, isn't that Moby Dick? No, that's Captain Ahab.
0: Oh, Captain <laughs> ne- Sir, Nemo is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea by Jules Verne. Right.
1: Yes, that's right. Have you read that? uh no
0: but i've seen the yeah, 1954 film really by disney got a whale of a tail of nope okay nope nothing moving
1: on uh thank you for that though so anyway you got these cast of characters uh, they come together to save the world the person who's recruiting them uh, is actually the bad guy and uh action
0: spoiler alert Oh, sorry,
1: sorry. I mean, you know, two thousand three. Yeah,
0: his uh-huh. name is M. He's played by the bad guy from Mission Impossible Two. Has um, the same
1: name as the uh, James Bond. Right. Uh, but secretary. M is for Moriarty. Right. Moriarty. 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 Which, yes. It's you Sean Moriarty. Connery. So I feel like Sean Connery does a decent job in this movie. I mean, he's Sean Connery, you know. He d- sure. he, d- he does he does okay with what he has. Yep. Uh I feel like upon rewatching this movie, Dorian Gray, which I had fondly remembered as a character, I felt mm-hmm. like he had a pretty weak performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not just not a very good actor in general, right? Uh, <clears throat> and there's just there's there's a lot of bad lines. I don't know if you wrote any down, <laughs> but <laughs> like <laughs> at the beginning, uh, where the, these guys come to kill Sean Connery, and the British guy is trying to convince him to to join the the team. And they they defeat all the guys and they walk outside. And he's talking about how, you know, the war will eventually come to Africa, too. And then the huge building just explodes. And the guy says, It appears the war has arrived. I'm like, No, the war hasn't
0: arrived. That's just, you
1: brought those guys here. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. And so that first fight scene was pretty rough, too. It was (laughs) watching Sean Connery, like, slow punch people.
0: Yeah, a lot of cuts. A lot of cuts in that scene. Sean,
1: Conner- I think Sean Connery was like 77
0: in this movie or something like that. He so was born, born in 1930. I'm doing some math. 73.
1: 73, yeah. Looks good. Looks great for 73. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, fight scenes were a little rough. Uh, the hand-to-hand combat, at least. Yeah, it wasn't filmed in a way that was enjoyable. Uh, all the
0: kind of the close-up stuff was so garbled together. That it was hard to like I don't mind fast cuts a la born identity, but I like to right. know like what's happening and be able to follow like who's fighting who. You know, right. like how are they doing? But it was so like that first fight scene in Africa was so uh messy that I was like, Okay was bad, he's yeah. punching
1: somebody. So you did you see you said you saw the Kingsman two the I did. golden circle movie? How On whatever <laughs> there you go. Uh, whatever style they call that camera move, mm-hmm. action sequences, I really enjoyed that. Right. I mean, I it's feel like, like, you it's could
0: like GoPro on the fists. Or like... Yeah. yeah when you flip like, someone on around, like the camera flips with you.
1: Right. It's like a combination of bullet time and like first person perspective. Right. That's cool. Uh, not this scene, the fight scenes in this movie, not so cool. Right. But did you notice all the Freemason compasses everywhere? Yeah, I did. <laughs> like... It was on the dude's ring. It was on the doors to the whatever. Yeah. Well, they've apparently had this
0: league for a long time. And, like, the Three Musketeers used to be part of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And there are these different other, like, uh, liter- literary characters that, when oh, really? I was doing some research, they were, like, um, shown in portraits of, like, here are the old league members.
1: Oh. So that, like, a real thing in the story- in storytelling?
0: Right. In the storytelling. Like this is based off of a comic book by Alan Moore, or graphic novel that came out Uh. a year ahead of this movie and I believe still goes to this day. So there's a lot of uh, Alan Moore who wrote V for Vendetta and Watchmen, uh, created a bunch of lore that would maybe have uh, shown up in future movies had this movie not tanked. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so the <laughs> this movie takes place in 1899. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of funny. They're trying to prevent a world war <laughs> when in reality, like 13 years later, <laughs> we actually had a world war. So I right. think overall you could say they failed. <laughs> <laughs> Humanity failed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I will say, so one of the characters is the invisible man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like for 2003, his special effects were actually pretty good. I felt right like and i think i
0: mean in my opinion that was about it as far as great special effects because yeah. i had times where i watched this movie and i thought these special effects like 1980 it looked like a 1980s movie and to be fair the production of this movie was a mess the schedule mm. was terrible. Like apparently, one of their sets flooded in Venice, and they had to like reshoot everything. Oh, my I mean, God. like that. Uh, the Nautilus, Captain Nemo's boat, right. is <laughs> yeah. like I did some the 3D. sword of the some, sea. I, yes, exactly. I did some 3D modeling back in college, and yes. <laughs> it looks like something like. Listen, give me five days. <laughs> and like ZBrush and a SolidWorks and like I could make this with the same like texture.
1: I did feel like one of my notes here was the Nautilus doesn't seem to obey the laws of physics. Like I feel like (laughs) a ship that long and that thin like shouldn't work, but I don't, I'm not a physicist. Right, right, right. I'm not a physicist.
0: yeah, Yeah, there are a couple other things, but yeah, that's definitely, and like going through the Venice canals, I'm thinking like, Right. yeah and no how one wakes you, up are you making these turns <laughs> how does this work yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah and it seemed much larger when it was first introduced at those docks and even later like in the ocean it feels massive right. but then it can still fit through a venice canal like i don't I don't know about that. Right, right.
0: Uh, But Captain Nemo and his boat and all of the guys on his boat and all of like everything in there is kind of a a curly, steampunky silver. (laughs) Yes. I enjoy the aesthetic of the whole thing and the commitment to like even down in like the weapons room or down in like where you you would just have to steam things like all the (laughs) handles are ornately carved. I yes, appreciate I that. Captain Nemo's, you know, design aesthetic.
1: His sense of style. And I, I like, you know, his whole crew. I guess, is he is Nemo supposed to be... Indian. Indian, right. So his whole crew is that. But then his, like, right-hand man, like his first mate, is like, I don't know, like a white Russian, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's right. So that didn't make sense to me.
0: Uh, call me Ishmael, he says, from Moby Dick. Right. there's a little callback for you.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but, yes, yeah, I did like the uh, the ornateness and the design. So, honestly, one of my favorite characters <laughs> of this movie, can you guess it? Tom Sawyer.
0: No. No, no. Uh, no I'm going to say Jekyll and I Hyde. Hyde.
1: Yes. I, for some reason, I love the Jekyll and Hyde character. I like the guy. I like the whole, you know, he can see hide in the mirrors and he kind of has yeah. this internal dialogue with him and even like that the first chase scene uh where sean connery's like trying to capture him whatever i don't know i like uh, i liked everything about jekyll and hyde yeah i liked
0: the i liked the acting by jason fleming who yes. was jekyll and yes. hyde um a couple of things um i thought to myself oh this is like the hulk before the hulk and then i looked it up nope that first Hulk, the Eric Bana Hulk, was the, <laughs> the same <Eric> year. <laughs> was it the same year? Yeah. That was released I remember, the same year as
1: this. That Hulk was pretty terrible, right? Uh, yeah, but it had, uh, it it had, had its uh, moments. I think- uh, It had good moments, yeah. Right. Just like maybe when I
0: first watched this, I thought it was good. But now it looks S- like Jason Fleming, when he is Hyde, is carrying around like the heaviest- uh, rubber arms <laughs> and when he, he like swings them around it's like he's got like a 30 pound like dumbbell on the end and he's like, Ugh, <laughs> Ugh. And like and he did, it looks so he, much like these fake arms like listen you cgi'd yeah. everything else it, like you couldn't give help out the guy a little bit
1: well I, f- I feel like cg at that point might have looked worse
0: oh oh you mean like uh, uh like the the bad the bad mr meat that he
1: fights at the end <laughs> Are you saying that, that yeah. all
0: CGI guy would have? <laughs> yes. He yeah, did that look guy looked terrible. He, he
1: did look worse. I do. I think it's hilarious. Like whenever Hyde transforms, there's like orangutan sound effects. <laughs> like, like monkey sounds and stuff. Right. Uh, and they successfully
0: said like, listen, we can't get this guy to like literally transform. How can we right. make it so like we don't have to show the transformation? And instead he like... Sort of like, yeah, think a little bit like gods of Egypt, like Jeffrey Mm -hmm. Rush up on the boat, tapping himself (laughs) to get bigger. He just (laughs) kind of, yeah,
1: explodes into different, yeah, transformative elements. I feel like that was a good problem solving. I didn't mind, yeah, Yeah, I I, I was creative. And they do it several times, you know, it's not like they do it once and then just like make him go behind a wall and transform Mm -hmm. every other time after that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm back. Now I'm hide yeah Uh, i thought i thought he was i thought he was great i thought his kind of transformative like kind of working with
1: Hyde and instead of his inner demons is right a fun thing the uh the vampire lady mina Mm -hmm. for some reason i had remembered her being a like a much more mysterious and cool character Mm -hmm. (laughs) and upon rewatching it she she comes across as a little cheesy most of the time yeah um
0: Apparently in the comic, she's like the leader of the team. As mm. most people should be if they're hundreds and hundreds of years old. <laughs> right. And uh, a vampire. <laughs> right. But, and a vampire. She is kinda, yeah, tacked on. Um, do you know I believe she's the only woman in this movie. This is a cast of
1: literally like ninety nine right. men. <laughs> <laughs> and like the literal name of the movie and they even say it a couple times, like the Leave Extraordinary Gentleman, it's like but and like and she's lady. right, away. She's, she's right there. <laughs> she's right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. hold on. That is okay.
0: I'm I'm looking through. I'm looking through the cast and crew just to check. There is another woman who is identified as a a recordist. So was there like a courtroom recordist? scene or something? Was it on? Nemo or was she ship? playing a re-
1: a r- recorder? <laughs> <laughs> she was in that Africa scene with the uh, Sean Connery. <clears throat> that is true. Like even. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Okay.
0: Anyway, this movie was also directed by Stephen Norrington. And now we enter a little bit of a trivia for you. Uh, yes. Sean Connery and Stephen Norrington hated each other. And apparently oh. the set was just contentious. Is that wow. the correct word that I used there? They were fighting each yeah. other all the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Sean Connery got paid a bunch of money for this movie, <laughs> like $17 million, And they didn't have... A lot of money for the rest of the cast that you weren't able to name. <laughs> um, but they like hated each other on set. When wow. this movie premiered, Sean Connery came to the movie premiere. Stephen Norrington did not. They asked wow. Sean Connery, where is Stephen Norrington, the director of this movie? He said, check the local asylum.
1: Oh, my goodness. They
0: Stephen Norrington quit directing after this movie. That was him. Sean Connery quit acting after this movie.
1: He Wait did, a minute.
0: He did This is Sean Connery's last in a movie role. Are you kidding me? He did the voice for some other things. Yes, this is oh the my last goodness. like this movie broke <laughs> Sean Connery. Like he literally said like I I don't enjoy the movie process anymore. Like I'm retiring. Oh my goodness, you okay, are right. Here's another little trivia fact for you. Sean Connery was offered the role of Gandalf in Lord of the Rings a couple years earlier. He turned it down because he didn't understand the script. He didn't understand what this movie was about. He passed on it. Then the people from Matrix came to him, asked him to be in the Matrix. I assume the Morpheus character. Right. He passed on it because he didn't understand the movie. Okay? So both of these movies become hits. Then League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comes to him. He reads the script. I don't understand this movie,
1: but oh but he's goodness.
0: already passed on these two blockbusters, and he probably thinks like, "Well, that's just what movies are like these days. I don't understand them," and he wow. joins it. He
1: joins the movie, and this is the end. Nate, I don't. I'm in shock right now. The story that you just painted, because because honestly, so the matrix it breaks my heart. It does. I had no idea. So the the Matrix, you know, no one would have known how popular that would have been. You know, the, the Wachowski brothers, right? That was their first project, uh, big, large scale, I think, as far as I know. Um, and then also Lord of the Rings. You know, before that came out, the idea of a massive fantasy movie being that successful, I don't think there was really a precedent for that either. Well. But, and to be fair to Sean Connery, this movie should have been successful because we've seen
0: it done f- 10 times right. since with Avengers and things like, "Oh, cool. This right. group of extraordinary people, gentlemen and one lady, come together <sighs> and like the concept of this movie is so fun."
1: Right. It's but wow. It this really that breaks my heart. Wow, it, to, to think that this was Sean Connery's last movie is pretty sad, right? This wow. like this is how he went out. Oh my goodness!
0: Uh, another uh, final trivia point for you: uh, They brought Shane Weston. They brought in the character of Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer was not in the comic of League Extraordinary <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen, but they brought him in because they believe that Americans wouldn't enjoy the movie as much if it didn't have an American character. In oh my it. goodness! So that's why Sean, they brought,
1: Con- Sean Connery was already universally appealing. I don't understand. Really, he was already like, it was like, oh, I just don't
0: understand James Bond. Like, he's British. Like, what does he have to do with me? I want a Murk in there." So anyway, they brought Shane West in, who apparently in 2002, when they were filming this, right on the heels of Walk to Remember, was America's heartthrob. Uh, so really? they put him in a floppy wig and and uh, brought him in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that he his character was the most annoying i think oh, and unnecessary man. yeah he but wanted
0: to be with the vampire lady uh right. she had no interest in him and which i'm guessing he wanted to be with her because she was the only lady in this universe
1: <laughs> right that is so true. it's like oh okay uh when he shows interest in her she has this quote which actually i think is a pretty good line uh-huh. she says uh, you're sweet and you're young neither are traits that i hold in high regard right that's that's a pretty good knockdown <laughs> yep uh Probably the only good line in the movie, but yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, that's now. Now I am just depressed for Sean Connery. That's right, a, right. That is depressing.
0: Um, let me we, just we share s- the the final plot of this movie. The Please. Moriarty's the bad guy. He what he's basically doing the whole thing of setting up the league was all a ruse to collect uh, little bits from them. That apparently, right. as long as you get a little bit of the Invisible Man's skin, you can make your own <laughs> Invisible Man. <laughs> that's all you need. How do you know you even got it? That's the question. Right. I mean, because he said, ouch. I think you're like, oh, okay, mm. I got something oh, right, from him. Right. Um, sure. Yeah, they collected all their little bits um, and used them to like, s- and you know how you get like a Whitman sampler packet? Like a <laughs> a okay. poo-poo, poo-poo a, platter. A like poo-poo platter. Uh, this is right. like, they're selling this on Amazon. Like, all right, you can, <laughs> what do you want to be today, Jimmy? You want to be? That's right. you be uh, a hide gray. You can be? You want yep. to paint a picture of yourself. Now, it's okay, a- Invisible Man, got it. Um, Captain Nemo's boat, understand. Vampire Lady Mina, get her a little blood. Yep. Uh, and the vial for Jekyll and Hyde. That, that makes sense. Right. Right. Are the others, are they getting things from them? Like Dorian Gray's like uh, paint by numbers. Like, here, you can paint your own uh, magical painting. <laughs> well, they And were Sean using Connery's like, hey, you could.
1: how like, Here's were, a beard. <laughs> I think they were using Sean Connery to recruit these people to bring them together, and Dorian Gray, they were using him. Oh yeah, he was because the be painting. Oh, uh, okay. Painting. <laughs> Which I will say, the scene where you know the story of Dorian Gray is like there's some magical painting that the painting ages and he doesn't, so he's immortal as long as he doesn't look upon his own portrait. And the scene where uh, vampire lady shows him his own portrait. Mm-hmm. Uh, special effects aside like kind of a cool turn of events there
0: sure i mean wh- what do you think who do you think ages to bones better uh indiana jones and the last crusade <laughs> where he chose poorly uh oh, yeah. by the way that movie was made in 1989 or this movie made in 2003 14 years <laughs> later
1: <laughs> all right well i'm not going to defend it this I'm not going to defend this movie
0: chose it. poorly
1: <laughs> Which I don't know why Dorian Gray just didn't keep his eyes closed. but I anyway. know.
0: Yeah, they should, yeah, she should have had to peel his eyes open. He looked at That's it. That's right. It know. was too easy. C- curiosity.
1: Right. He killed the cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> well, anyway, Nate, how would you rate <laughs> the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen from zero to five uh, skin samples? Skin samples. <laughs> from the Invisible Man.
0: Oh, okay. I just didn't know which one we were going for. Like the Sean Connery skin. Okay. No, no. For Rodney well, hold knee Skinner. Um, <laughs> That's right. Skinner. Um, I would give this movie one and a half Oh, my goodness. Samples, Mate, that is appalling. I watched this with my wife, which <laughs> helped bring clarity. She said this movie, her quote is, this movie is schmuddled together.
1: (laughs) Is this the first time she had seen it?
0: Yes, first time. (laughs) And to be fair, 15 minutes in, she was hopeful, as was I when I watched it again. Um, So it's one and a half for me because the concept is so fun. Uh, So, like, it should be so cool. Uh, The plot didn't make a whole lot of sense. The characters didn't seem to like each other, which they probably didn't in real life. The bad <laughs> right. guy was weird. The whole thing was uh, underwhelming yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. So, one and a half. Uh, I loved this movie back in 2003. I think I watched this movie multiple times, I'm guessing.
1: Oh, I did. Absolutely.
0: Back in the day. Just because, like, this is, it's magic. It's magical stuff. And, like, right. it's like superheroes before superheroes became mainstream.
1: It was like a an X Men knockoff, Yep, you know, exactly. kind of like that. Is that the low? This is the lowest rating you've given a movie,
0: isn't it? Uh, I think I've given a movie a one before. Uh, maybe one and a half is the lowest. Man, I think I tied my lowest. <laughs> yeah, tied your lowest. Oh no! You know what? I take it back. That's too harsh.
1: I give this movie two out of five. Two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I
0: bumped it up. Two.
1: Well, I will say it was tough rewatching it because. You know, this is the problem: rewatching movies from your childhood, mm-hmm. where they always they always come across much worse than you remember them as. Right,
0: brave little toaster holds up.
1: Holds up League of extraordinary It <laughs> Does not, does not. Ah, uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two and a half. Two and you a half out of five.
0: It, you went into this movie wanting to give it a, fi- a four, didn't you?
1: I was hoping to come out with a four, but I feel like even a three. Is too generous. Right. I mean, just see, like, I guess when you're younger, like, poor acting doesn't strike you as that bad. Right. You just can't tell, you know what I mean? And so, watching it again, I I still enjoyed seeing it. Like, all my favorite scenes, whether it's Hyde or, like, some of the fight scenes, like, still fun, but probably not something I would look forward to watch again so this week's top five he sent me an article it's, it seems like the most vague and could encompass almost any movie with more than one actor like <laughs> except for castaway with tom hanks like any movie could be this category right but, like t- top five team up movie.
0: <laughs> no i have i have things in my okay maybe this ruins your list but here's what i was thinking in my mind yes A team-up movie is where people that are different, have different skills, (laughs) come together and use those skills together. Like maybe you don't even think they should go together. Maybe sometimes they're an unlikely team, but they come together and that is where the magic of the movie happens. Where The sum of the parts are great. Uh, I don't know how it goes. How's that phrase go?
1: Yeah, no, you're right. The sum of the parts... or no, no. The whole... No, it's greater than the, than the parts. sum of the parts. Yeah, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, I get it. But, like, that list <laughs> in the article you sent me. <laughs> it was like Sister uh, Act. Sister Act 2. <laughs> it, it had Sister Act Bring and. Bring it on Lord, again. It had Lord of the Rings, <laughs> like Fellowship of the Ring in the same list. I'm like, <laughs> that's pretty far genre, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, well, now, I don't know about you, but I chose. Because I just didn't have it in me to try and figure out what other movies fit this bill. I picked, I chose my five from that list. I
0: did. I did too.
1: Maybe you did, we you could. Okay.
0: Maybe we could share this list uh, yes, in I'll the show it. notes so that people yes, know, know like that. what we were <laughs> choosing from, and if you wanted to do it on your
1: own time. Yes, that's a great idea. Uh, so yeah, I'll share it in the show notes. <laughs> but uh, now it's been so long, Nate, and I don't remember who went first last time. Oh, uh, I, I'll go first this time. Yeah, go, go ahead. Do you have any honorable mentions
0: before we begin? I have so many honorable mentions. I'm just going to list through them. <laughs> a, a team with Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> can't get away from Liam Neeson. I can't get it. I can't. I can't quit him. So yes, he's an honorable mention. D two, the Mighty Ducks, a oh movie no. that literally has a cowboy on the ice, a ballerina. A guy who does a knuckle puck and a guy who can skate really fast but can't stop. That's uh-huh. a, that's an honorable mention for me. And oh, not quite making it. Italian Job, the Mark Wahlberg didn't, one, which was great. Didn't we already list that? Yeah, I think it was in a heist movie. I think maybe yeah, we do yeah heist yeah. movies. And the Magnificent Seven, mm. the new one. I didn't see the old one. Okay, okay. Those are my
1: honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable <laughs> mentions? <laughs> I do. I mean, there were there were some good movies in that list. Uh, I'm just going to do two: uh, X Men Two or X Two. Okay, the uh, second X Men movie. Because I realize out of in the pantheon of X Men movies that we have today, I don't know if it's one of the best, but it's the one I enjoyed a lot, mm. and it was the first movie with Nightcrawler, which when My I favorite. was a kid yes he was my favorite and i remember the x-men arcade game in fun central that i used to <laughs> visit i would always choose nightcrawler as my uh, character because uh, he was pretty cool so x2 teleportation is the best right <laughs> yes. do you know that x2
0: came out the same year as league of extraordinary gentlemen that's a 2003 release
1: Every time now that you mention the rose-colored glasses era of movie watching <laughs> I get more and more angry because it's true. <laughs> like all the movies released during that period in my life. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it it works. Anyway, the other one cuz I feel like the movie is about a literal team is that it's a little too on the nose. Mm-hmm. But it was in that list is Remember the Titans. Right. Which I mean it's it's an incredible movie. It's it's great. Uh all around, I mean, what can you say about it? But uh, because it's like a literal football team, right? They I do like team little, up, I guess. Yeah, a little, a little too on the nose, but but I put the, those two in there. So okay, great. Your number five.
0: My number five is The Incredibles. Yes, that is a great movie. The Incredibles two is coming out soon. Um, I think it's uh, as tomorrow. As we record, as right. we record, yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, different powers coming together. It is like cartoon X-Men. Uh, it has stakes, uh, but yes, also has some yes. funny parts. Uh, it is Very an good. overall great movie and has high rewatchability. And I believe I will rewatch it this week and then go see Incredibles 2, maybe next week.
1: Yes, I I should have added that. And we'll add it to my honorable mentions because it is great. Mm-hmm. And the music uh, is awesome in that, mm-hmm. in that movie. Uh, as well. Yeah, our lists so, are fluid, so we can... Uh, <coughs> yeah, I mean, we add, subtract. We're the boss uh, <laughs> of it,
0: yeah, of this list. <laughs>
1: that's right, that's that's right. Well, for my number five, I put Lego Batman because, because of my kids, I've seen this movie many times, mm-hmm. and uh, I still find it hilarious and uh, really great. It's a great movie. Yeah, I enjoyed watch. it. I saw it yeah. on a plane. That's right, I remember... <laughs> I remember, and you were afraid you would come across as a weirdo because you don't have kids. <laughs> right, right. right. We've had this conversation. Yes, but uh, anyway, Lego Batman is my number five.
0: Okay, my hmm. number four is Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They are teaming up. A different, uh, you know, the the great scene of like, you have my sword, and my bow, and my axe, and they all come together. Yes. Led by Gandalf, led by Ian McClellan.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I would I say Elijah Wood, the, uh, Elijah Wood is he's the Elijah Wood. He's not the uh, leader. Frodo, he's carrying the ring. Yeah, but he's. But not, I, I know what you're he's saying. Just, yeah. He's not
0: leading. The, Gandalf leading the yeah. charge.
1: You shall not pass.
0: Anyway, yes the the movie is great. It is people coming together to form a team. I remember seeing this movie in theaters. And I was so mad when this movie ended because I was like, hold on. This is not yes. a full movie. I know. I they was They got so in mad. the boat, and they're like a third of the way to Mount Doom. Or no, exactly. is it Mount
1: Doom? I think so, yeah. Mount okay. Doom.
0: Uh, not to be confused with Doctor Doom from the Fantastic Four. Right. that's. I had the moment of, wait, did I do
1: the wrong thing? <laughs> no, 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 you got it. Sorry, um, got it. So I struggled. I really wanted to put Lord of the Rings in my top five, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was such... In a different genre category that I did not. And I might
0: regret it, but. No, yeah. I was. That's why it's down here at four, because I love the movie, but it didn't quite feel like they do team up and they have different skills,
1: but they're not always together. Right. Uh, and I, I also, I don't know about you, but of the trilogy, The Two Towers is actually probably my favorite. I also and it was the not first 80% of Return of the
0: King. By the way, yes. Return of the King released in 2003 when League of Extraordinary
1: Gentlemen was released. That feels like too long ago for that movie to come out. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I, I agree. First 80%. But The Two Towers and Return of the King were not in that list. So... As far as I as far as I saw, right, but right, anyway, I, yeah. I maybe I would those.
0: just if I could put Lord of the Rings as like overall, I would still. Yeah, be number I get four.
1: it. okay. All right. Well, no, my you're number, number four, four, yeah, yes, my number four is the original Avengers movie. Uh, I feel mm. like, you know, the the newer ones are great. The, you know, they're good. Ultron was pretty good, but but the first Avengers movie ticked a lot of boxes. It was the first foray into this massive superhero movie. And it did it really well, I thought. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, so Avengers, it's my number four.
0: All right. My number three, it was top of the list, I believe, for another list, Ocean's Eleven.
1: Yeah, I saw those in there. Yep. They
0: yep. team up. It is, <laughs> it, as you say, checks all the boxes. Different people, different skills. Right. They all come together for one cohesive heist,
1: Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Right, so I was trying not to repeat uh, movies from my That's probably past smart. Top I life. just
0: can't help it because I love Ocean. I, it's blood. a good movie. So much. I and know, Ocean's it's Eight great. Uh, came out recently. Speaking, of did you see it two thousand eighteen? No, but I, I kind of hope to see it in theaters actually. And I am curious the it's franchise. It's good.
1: That's right. So my number three is an X Men movie one that I feel is probably one of the best ones, mm-hmm. which is first class. Mm. Um, I feel like I, I love all the X-Men movies just because I love X-Men and superhero type movies, but first class felt like it was, it took X-Men seriously. And, uh, the actors, especially Magneto and professor X and uh, even Kevin Bacon as a villain. Uh, I enjoyed right. them all. And, uh, yeah, really good. So, X-Men First Class is my number three.
0: All right. My number two, X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. I chose this one because, it, to me, it feels like all of the great characters that were like, th- their backgrounds were sort of set in First Class got to really right. play in the space with yeah. the old X-Men of X-1, 2, and 3 that right. I love so much. Um, I think days to, to me, X Men Days of Future Past is my favorite X Men movie of all of yeah. the X Men movies. So it yeah. is, and X Men encompass the team up spirit, I think, better than any other franchise. Bunch of different powers yeah. come together, they don't know each other, don't get along, but you know, they do it well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a good, it was a close call for me between First Class and that one. Um, They are really good. I really hope the X-Men movies take a turn upward. After (laughs) after Apocalypse. (laughs) After Apocalypse, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was a little rough, but that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, well, my number two, and I love this entire franchise, but Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation, huh? Which I believe is the latest one. And a couple things. First of all, Tom Cruise... Uh, the, for the scene, I believe it's this movie where he like holds to the side of the airplane as it's mm-hmm. taking off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the behind the scenes on that, but like he really did that. Yes. Like he literally hung on the side of that airplane with harnesses or whatever, but still sure. like he I actually did the that. thing. Right. Yeah. And so that's incredible. But <clears throat> I love that team of people. You got, you know, Jeremy Renner and, um, you know, all the other guys. Uh, I love that <laughs> team.
0: I don't, I don't know their you real names. I'm sorry. Paula Patton and Simon Pegg are also in
1: there, yeah. Yes. And the, oh, who's the one guy? He's been in every Mission Impossible movie. Uh, Luther is his character name. Uh, oh, you're not uh, You're not having me here. Uh, Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames, right. Luther Stickle is his... Uh, his yes. character name, but I love his character in all the mission impossible movies. Um, and also the villain, which is Sean Harris in rogue nation. I feel like he was one of the most ruthless villains and just a really cool character as well. So, uh, yeah, mission impossible rogue nation, but on the record, love the entire series. So, okay. Can I, can Here's I quickly that. say my favorite mission impossible movie? I,
0: I would love to hear it. Yes. Mission impossible three. Is my favorite mm. Mission Impossible movie because uh, what's his name the the villain in that one?
1: Oh, it's the guy that passed away uh-huh. uh, shortly after. Um, oh goodness, he played Capote uh, Capote. Mm-hmm. Um, Mission Impossible three. Uh, uh, this was before they Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I yes. think
0: I loved. I thought that movie with like his wife and having like, yes. the bomb strapped to you, sort of thing, yes. was yes. that was is my favorite Mission Impossible three. I have the DVD of it, and but it's <laughs> yes. just the case I lost track of the disc. Oh, well, you want that
1: digitally anyway. You don't. Yeah, I mean discs are dying, so yeah. Uh yes, Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie. He was an epic villain. Uh, mm. I'll give you that. Uh, directed by J.J. J. Abrams. Did not know that. No, I didn't know that either. Mission Impossible 3, yeah. So, this. now I will say, because I remember 1, 2, 3, and then the naming convention gets a little funny. Oh, there's a Mission Impossible coming out this year. Look at that.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, until our Falling dying out. day, until 2049, these will keep coming out. <laughs>
1: Wait, did you just say we're going to be dying? We will die at the year 2049. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's only 30 years from now. <laughs> might not even be retired yet. <laughs> Wait, that's only. Wow. I know, right? Well, sorry, I can't just blew take your it mind. back.
0: I can't take it back. <laughs> sorry, Stephen.
1: We might live. To, I'll cut that out. Uh, we may not yeah, live
0: to see her glory. We'll
1: probably live till 2050. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway no, and no longer <laughs> uh i you know uh, ghost protocol also a good mission impossible you know he's climbing the uh the Burj mm-hmm. uh, that you have been to mm-hmm. uh anyway, i you know. looked for him he wasn't out there I, I will say <laughs> right i feel like now you might correct me after i say this but i feel like mission impossible is one of the few franchises that is actually getting better as time goes on like at least I'm like, I'm still enjoying them and feel like they're good movies as they're still coming out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, I can't think of another series, like oceans 11, like we've admitted got worse tw- 12 and 13. Not Fast as good. The furious. Got I did I haven't even, yeah, I haven't even seen the last okay. three. Uh, but even again, like Lord of the Rings, last eighty percent of that third one, meh. So uh, or last, 20%. yeah, you're you're right. It has it's it's done well.
0: Maybe, maybe they've gotten more ridiculous, but I have enjoyed them the same. Like the entertainment value maybe has gone up.
1: You're right. And uh, you know, 007 might be. I haven't seen a lot of the old ones, but the ones now with Craig is they're they're really good. So I don't know, but Craig. I feel like Mission Impossible is still good. Yeah. All right, so let's do number one. What's your number one? uh, My number one is the
0: original Avengers, and I give it the godfather treatment of like (laughs) (laughs) the team up there is so well done. And so like there was a day when I didn't know these heroes actually, and it's hard to think that like because I wasn't a huge comic book guy before that but like I didn't know about Iron Man too much and what Captain America did and all this stuff but they brought these big IP characters together really seamlessly into Avengers and
1: yes yeah yeah. no that's good Um, I'm so excited for your number one so this this may seem kind of random but my number one is Big Hero 6. <sighs> what? <laughs> so, I don't know how to describe it. Again, I, I've seen this lots of times yeah, because I have movie. kids. Yes. But I this is, you know, a movie, a Disney movie, Disney animation post once Disney got good again, you know because they had a long stretch there of not good animation movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Pixar was uh, eating their lunch so to speak. Mm-hmm. But Big, Big Hero 6 so they has ate Pixar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Big Hero 6 has so many deep themes. I don't know if you remember the movie, but you know it starts with the main character's brother dying in a in a fire. Right. And just like super deep uh, issues about, you know, growing up and brotherhood and death like super deep but like it really addresses them and then i don't do you remember it pretty well like the movie yes so there's there's a scene you know so baymax is the main robot character and there's a scene later where um i think his name is hero the, the main guy mm-hmm. but uh he programs baymax with like uh fighting card like a computer card and then like the healing good card which is what his older brother programmed and once they're fighting the bad guy and he removes the green caretaking card out of Baymax and Baymax like his eyes turn red and he basically just goes on a rampage trying to destroy the bad guy and every time that scene comes up it feels super deep to me because it kind of shows like You know, it's a literal representation of what it would look like without goodness. Mm. You know, Baymax is just operating with his attack and kill programming. Right. And, like, he ends up even hurting the other members of his own team because he's strictly focused on destroying this bad guy. And uh, I don't know, like, it it hits me deeply every time when I see that scene. And just the redemption that comes later, um, you know, when they, you know, save the day or whatever but uh i don't know for some reason that that movie i just really really enjoy it and the uh, team is it's hero and like his friends right it's hero and his friends and one is like and and they were all going to some like fancy tech school and so they're in you know they're inventors creators or whatever and so you got the girl that has like her purse that makes crazy gumdrops or whatever (laughs) and then there's like wheels yeah, the wheels one, and the one guy is like the mascot <laughs> who has some crazy monster suit. And it's a completely unlikely cast of characters. And then <clears throat> there's the the one other scene where Baymax flies for the first time, mm-hmm. and uh, Hero is kind of riding on the back. And I, and I watched the behind the scenes on this movie, and the animators at Disney talk about how flight when portrayed in these movies has some really deep connotations. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, escaping. Sometimes it's freedom. You know, sometimes it's just wonder, just the idea of flight and this scene where Baymax is flying with hero on his back through the city. And then, you know, away. It's just like this cathartic experience where I don't know. It's, it's a deep scene to me. So now I want to watch this movie again because again, I watched it on a plane Oh, no, no, no. You you should watch it again because it is – Again, like if you really watch it and listen, like it, it covers a lot of ground, like deep stuff. And uh, and it's fun. Like it's just fun to watch too. So, okay. yeah. It's my number one. I was going to really poo-poo that,
0: but you've, <laughs> Sorry, <I just> you've <laughs> plucked my heartstrings. And now I feel I like what am I going to st- tell you? Like <laughs> – <laughs> Don't feel
1: this way about the Michelin man. <laughs> well, and that's like, yeah, and it has good like comedy relief too and like the, um, so they talk about how the fist bump, I've seen, again, I've, <laughs> I love this movie so much, I've seen all the behind the scenes stuff uh, but the uh, fist bump where Hero and Baymax do it for the first time and Hero tries to tell him like what to do. He's like, you bump fist and you go, psh or whatever and Baymax, whoever voices Baymax, I forget who it is, um he made the sound totally impromptu in the recor- recording studio and he went like butla la la and that's the sound baymax makes when he does the fist bump and it was totally impromptu wasn't planned and uh, it's one of these like really cool moments in the movie where i don't know it's it gets lost in translation but it's cool and it was impromptu so i don't know just so much of that movie it's it's fun here
0: lay son